Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show. Brought to you in association with Levi's Listers. This one is, isn't it, Michael? Michael Normanson there, sat alongside me. Absolutely correct. Levi's Listers, yep. Those guys, Will's Probate Conveyancing. Do you feel like you, you've, you've become a bit tired with the, the slogan now and we need to evolve it a little bit more? Why would I get tired of it? Okay. 10% discount on your legal fees, including those three big three services. Levi'slisters.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Don't Just, get tired of winning, do you? And that's what I'm doing with this <laughs> slogan. Every, every week it's like a small victory. But... They're not just limited, Levi's, to those nope. big three services. They do employment law as well. Let me just, and I quote you this off their website. Our specialist employment solicitors have the expertise you need to look after your interests and obtain the best possible outcome for you. We pride ourselves in our responsive, pragmatic and personable approach, coupled with many years' experience in uh, in advising individuals on employment law and HR matters. They also help you as well, uh, employment law, if you are a company, which could be, you know, if let's say, young Italian employee mm. refusing to do What's in his contracts? Mm-hmm. You want to bomb him out to the reserves? I don't, I, don't want to, I don't want to bomb him out to any reserves. I want to drink from this delicious <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nontomo. Check, 37 in stock. So we've got 37 Willie Nontomo. That's Deep. rare. Limited edition, I'd say. Yep. Almost, apart from all the... I guess because a lot have probably gone in bins in recent weeks too. So, yeah, very, very rare. Good, um, yeah, that's good mug stuff. All right, I've got I've got an idea how we can get rid of those. If you buy these last remaining thirty seven, we've reduced the price of them obviously on the website because you know never fall in love, kids. Just everyone hurts you, don't they? We've reduced the price of the mugs. Buy one, do some fun with it. Send us a picture. Best one, we'll send some other mugs. Give, we'll <laughs> yeah, give you, give you a prize. More Willie Nonto mugs. <laughs> give you a prize of a Dan James mug. No, all gone. Oh look, all gone now because he's back sold in favour. Excellent. Bamford mugs sold out. Dan James mugs sold out. Yeah. I think Willie's going to be the hardest to shift. Right. Still got any Calvin Phillips ones or not? Mm, no, they all weren't. But he left on good terms, didn't mm. he? Yeah, we, we need some new mugs to to sell that are not little turncoat bastards. Funny how we started talking about Levi Solicitors here and we've ended up selling our own mugs instead. It's all uh, it's all, all pays the wages, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Shameless. Propaganda then today, uh, where we delve into the football world, find out what's been said about Leeds in the broader football world. What is it today, Michael Normanson? Oh, hello to Rob Conlon as well. You're hello here. There. You're here too. I nearly forgot you there, Rob. Michael distracted me with his inane mug chat. Harsh, very harsh. We played West Brom, didn't we? We did play West Brom. So we'll talk about that a bit. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear from West Brom Fan TV? Um, 
Can I come back to you on that? It makes me think the championship's all a bit nice. Why? Well, because we've not had anything unhinged yet. Just give us a few months. We'll change that. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. And I suppose, I suppose I think quite well of West Brom, really. Yeah. Good, solid club, aren't they? Yeah. Seem all right. No axe to grind with them, really. Is Apart that... from that, the offside goal back in the 70s. But Yeah, I, I'm too young to, to hold a grudge from that. Good away pub with the kebabs and that in the back. Can't really fault them. Great bunch of lads. Although um, the Hawthorns is the highest football stadium altitude-wise in mm. in England, isn't it? People always think it's Oldham. It's not. I mean, Oldham is high up. And we are doing, we're doing a show about um, Ian Westlake's goal at Oldham this week, aren't we? And Ian Westlake in general, because there's yeah. a lot to There's a hell of a lot to talk about. Yeah. Everyone, people keep demanding it. <laughs> but yeah, cold, bleak, Oldham, West Brom, higher. But more pleasant. But more far more pleasant. That's the, uh, that's the next mug, isn't it? The Ian Westlake mug. <laughs> That, that volley at Oldham. <laughs> well, actually, William Anto's executing a volley on this mug. Could we get Ian Westlake's face? Probably not going to work, is it? Westy, rather than Willie. West, Westy. If we just tape over it all. Yeah, there's a lot of work to do. It's probably easy to make new ones. Just, yeah, chuck them anyway, in. Anyway, should we have from West Brom fancy This is pre-game. Right. Being nice about us. Just been relegated from the Premier League. They are a top, top side, to be fair. A lot of good players. However... Seem a bit rocked at the minute. A lot of drama going on at the club. Some players who don't seem like they want to play for Leeds anymore, which, um, to be honest, I find quite a shock, to be fair. Because um, surely you want to, would want to play for a club like Leeds United. They're absolutely massive. Uh, and yeah, and we'll see you at uh, the magnificent Ellen Road, which is, in my opinion, the best atmosphere in England. Up the Albion, call you baggies. Don't be nice about us. This this show falls down as a premise if you're nice about us. This isn't the championship I remember at all. He didn't even say it was a shithole. Which it is, because we say it's a shithole. I watched the video that there's in the second half. You can see the netting all hanging down. You can't even see the pitch. Come on. It's terrible. Slag us off. Come on. <laughs> Get the fucking state of it. Reminds me just that, you mentioning that, back when I worked in the nightclub in Leeds, it opened in 2002. And I think during opening week, we got a lot of takeaways delivered from... Big Bite, which was a takeaway around the back of the Marion Centre. I don't know if it's there anymore, but used to deliver a load of food to us after work, all the staff. And somebody got a, a kebab wrapper, screwed it up because you could see the foil and the greaseproof paper and threw it up into this netting because it was like it was a beach-themed club. So it had loads of like fishing netting and stuff like that, you know, boats and all that kind of thing. Threw it up into this netting and that was there till the day that club shut seven years later. <laughs> but it did shut. Rather than like a hundred, yeah, it did, it did shut. Rather than a hundred years, which well, how long's the how long's the West Ham been there? Seventy odd. I think the netting is to protect from large lumps of asbestos mm. in the away fans. Yeah, I think that's the thing. They'll probably put say something about pigeons, but it's yeah. the it's the lumpy asbestos. Yeah, it's to, say, it's to save the pigeons from the asbestos. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, you don't mutant pigeons. Do you flying down and attacking people? Mm. Anyway, do you want to hear him after the game? He's going to be nice. Still being nice about us. Full time Allen Road, 1 1 draw. Now, what do we think of that? I mean, it's not a win, but what a performance we put in. Leeds absolutely amateurs, to be fair, threw everything at us. Exciting youngsters. Seem like they're lacking confidence, but I don't think they're going to be down there at the end of the season. I think they're going to be playoff contenders. Um, held in there, nabbed a point. Maybe could have got even more if it weren't for that silly free header that we let them nab it into the back of the net. Uh, going forward, I think this is perfect. You go to a stadium like this, I don't think we had any chance, to be fair. As much as I said 2-2 in the previous video I made for this, I thought that we'd get stuffed here. Because last time I came here, we were 1-0 down in 16 seconds, thanks to Pablo Hernandez. But 
What a performance. Fair play to the lads. <sighs> it's difficult for me, this. What a performance. They hammered us. <laughs> well, if that's too much... If that's too much positivity. <laughs> We're going to hear from Leeds fans now. Should we hear from Leeds <laughs> fans? Here we go. More of a mixed bag. Do you think maybe like, as fans, we've completely overestimated the championship? Well, I mean... Because, the, because we remember how much of a struggle it was to get out of it last time. I think there's a... Having watched Premier League football for a few years, you can really see the difference, can't you? Oh, which, huge, Which I think hugely, um, yeah, yeah. a few people have flagged within the mega mix. How the fuck did we not beat them? From what I've seen so far... Leeds, even with half a squad and all the rats running from the ship because they think they're better than that. We have nothing to fear from the championship. My God, I've seen three awful teams. With a little bit more luck, maybe a striker, I think Leeds will be absolutely fine this season. Just one other thing. Doesn't Farkas speak well? What a sensible bloke. He should have been the appointment we made after uh, Marcelo rather than that fucking idiot Marsh. I thought the energy and the commitment was good tonight. I thought Dan James had one of his better games. Bill was back to his kind of barnstorming best. Rutter's not a centre forward, is he, for fuck's sake? I mean, we've been saying that we need somebody for, what, a season and a half? Need to get into the market. I never thought I'd say I wanted VAR back, but that referee, the officials generally, but the referee in particular, fuck me, terrible. Moscow said if anyone had given the ref any points whatsoever, they'd need a reason. Well, I scored the ref one, because at least he turned up for work, which is more than we can say for some of the overpriced pricks currently at Ellen Road. However... I wish that the uh, scum-supporting, leads-hating, useless wanker of a referee hadn't turned up in the first place. We were pretty good. We controlled the game, just lacking a little bit of cutting edge, probably the most we could have hurt performance-wise. A little unlucky not to win, but probably didn't quite do enough to win at the same time. Really impressed with Roden. He looks a really good signing, as we've talked about Ampadu before. Um, but I just need to retract what I said about Luke Ayling last week. There was... People around me, there was someone about five minutes before he scored who, you know, essentially told told him to F off and he was a character. And I'm just thinking, this guy is given such service, obviously wants to be here, he's past his peak. You know, in that moment, 1-0 down, came up with a big goal, you know, a great run, great header. And he just epitomises what we want from Leeds United. Just thinking back on last night and how fucking shite the quality is between two teams. And I'm not blaming Farker for anything with that because he's doing wonders with the Fred Bear squad we've got. But I think one thing that's come as a shock over the last three games is just how bad the quality is in the championship. And especially last night, West Brom were fucking shy. And you literally do need two bits of quality. And you feel like you could just piss this league. Can we talk about Sam Byram arguably being our best player so far this season? What in the fucking 2012 Flamingo Land Parallel Universe is going on? Honestly, for me, Furpo is right near the summit of the worst players to ever pull on a lead shirt. But a climber on that list is Jorginho Ruter, or however you say his name. Whoever actioned that deal should be hung, drawn and quartered. He is absolutely horseshit. Other than that, 
fairly decent performance. You look at the stats, absolute dominating them. But sign a fucking striker. Jesus fuck. <laughs> Sums it up well. Some of the topics there then. Uh, the way we speak about Marsh now, that's shifted, hasn't it? Um, refs ailing Byram and Ruta. You love Luke Ailing, don't you? I absolutely love him. I loved that goal. It was amazing. It was just... For the night that it was, where it was a bit of a night of kind of siege mentality, bit of backs to the wall, can't fill a bench. It just felt like it was always going to be him. It was fitting that it was him. It was right. His celebration was great. Even just the goal itself, like the cross being hung up in the air and just going, go on, just attack it. I think it did. He actually did. It's brilliant. <laughs> and a nice reminder of what's good about this club. The things that we, when we last had something proper to cling to in the form of Bielsa's team, he's a real symbol of that. He is. And I've been worried about him. Well, I still am worried about him defensively, but... Well, I mean, there's no denying that his career is on the wane. You can tell his performance it... levels are on the wane. He's he's getting older. He's struggling with the physicality of it, especially trying to cover the whole right-hand side. Mm. But this league ain't great, is it? And you can perhaps be forgiven a few errors in your in your play. That was, that was the thing that struck me on Friday night because it's the first time I've seen us live this season and I feel like I've probably spent a lot of the last year watching Luke Aylin chasing back and looking like a slow old man. But then you watching us live, it's just mad. He's like our furthest player forward a lot of the time. Mm. Like when we're on the ball, he is right high up on the right wing. So we are asking a lot of him. But you know, a bit like a few of the people on there were saying, it's so bad for the championship. Like I couldn't believe how bad they were. And you do look at it and you just think, just sign a few players and we've got a really good opportunity here. Because we were actually, I kind of, I really enjoyed Friday night once it was over. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh no, there was a lot of good stuff there that we can build on. And you did watch and you think, yeah, if those two dickheads who were refusing to play played, that is the bit of quality that we're lacking that would probably have won us that game. So you're saying we didn't need to sign it, we don't need to sign a striker? Well, well, if they're going to refuse to play, then yes, I think we do. <laughs> well, on Jorginho Ruta, then he's mentioned in among that don't you feel like he just he just needs something to go for him he needs a goal to go in off his arse or something just to give him that just to light the blue touch paper maybe I don't know just so he can find his groove he feels like he's just he's just lolloping around at the minute not quite able to know what he's there for that's and, just his running style uh, yeah he is a lolloping man I don't know there's just something about him I feel I feel really sorry for him I, I feel bad for him because I mean it was his first 90 minutes since November last November like it was the first time he's done it for Leeds but it's, I feel for him because you just can't watch him without seeing the price tag like over his head. But then at the same time, it's, it is impossible to separate him from that price tag. And you do think, mm. God, we spent that money on that. And it's, yeah, it's a bit uncomfortable. But yeah, it's also tough for him that Farker got the job and told the board he's not a striker. He's probably like an inside forward winger because we don't have anyone else. He's playing up front and his first 90 minutes is playing against the back five on his own. With no service. Yeah, it's it's not the easiest gig. I would like him to be better at the same time <laughs> maybe this weekend is the weekend when he, it kicks into life for him I keep, if I keep saying it one day I'll be right according to transfer market is currently worth 18 million euros right yeah Do that website's uh, bollocks at the minute <laughs> take that <laughs> what do you think Sam Byram's worth he was mentioned there he's worth at least 18 million 18 euros 18 million yeah I mean that's the thing isn't it you look at the team that was out and there's a 35 million pound player in it and there's a free transfer and there's Jamie Shackleton who we were trying to offload and you think hmm why are they so much better than the one who was 35 million? Yeah. Th- those two were good. Well, with reference to Byram and it being highlighted that he's miles better than Junior, he is, isn't he? I mean, happy birthday, Junior Furpo, by the way. It's his <laughs> birthday today. 
think yeah. he's um, he's been spotted. I don't know if you know he was spotted at Leeds Bradford Airport flying back to Malaga. So I think he might have been allowed to go home for his birthday. I mean, we've just seen that video of Malaga fans who are really frustrated that they they've not signed anyone this summer. They turned up to the airport and just greeted a random man like a new signing, and there was loads of him, and they gave him a shirt and stuff. So if only they'd have seen Junior Firpo, we might have got rid of him accidentally. Then. <laughs> oh, is he injured? Is he Firpo? That's a, that's a shock. Yeah, but back, yeah, in, back in a few weeks. But Byram, is, I mean, assuming Byram actually can stay fit, because I'm aware that we're talking about Byram versus Firpo, who's always injured. Byram has had his own injury problems, but he's been great this season, hasn't he? He, he looked really, really steady every time the ball got lumped up towards his head, he won it and he just was seemed, positionally he seemed really sound on Friday and I thought, it's nice to have you back. Makes you wonder why we've created such difficulties for ourselves at left back by only having one terrible left back for a couple of seasons. It just seems like a, a, an unnecessarily difficult situation to put yourselves in. That's what I was saying like in the last couple of weeks, my source of frustration with the club, like people say, oh, you've sounded angry on the show. So I'm not angry, I was just like, just completely exasperated at why we make looking why we make it look so hard being a football club. It's like mm. just do the obvious things for a bit. I mean, Byram shows the Furpo as well that playing left back isn't as difficult as he makes it look. Mm. Like <laughs> Andy Hughes did it, didn't he? By just being disciplined and diligent. Mm. And Stuart Dallas has done it. And Sam Byram's doing it really, really well now. But yeah, I'd like as good as Byram's been, and I think he's been really good. There's just no excuse for us not to have a left back that's not Jackie yeah. Furpo. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what you're looking at, whether it's FFP financially or what just buy a left back it's ridiculous yeah Leeds have not really been in a position to have signings that don't work but by definition some signings won't work especially when Victor is making them yeah all signings don't work a couple of other points uh, the refs pretty bad yeah I've seen the replay now it was rubbish the, there is the, should really have seen that him or the linesman should really have just seen that I was going to say I think we need to sort of untangle it from VAR it's like I'm glad VAR's not here as much as it would have saved us on Friday mm. the game is better inside the stadium for not having VAR stoppages when you're not quite sure what's going on mm. and it seems to be taking minutes upon minutes because you see it on the telly you see the lines you see the replays even though you don't hear the, the audio of what's going on at Stockley Park when they're making decisions you've got a sort of vague idea because the commentators do hear it and they tell you what they're looking at mm. whereas in the stadium you just sat there going like Going, I, I was reminded on? how bad it was watching the uh, the women's final as well when there was that very obvious handball and for mm. some reason they watched it for like five minutes you're like well it's handball just fucking give it yeah. like, it's very obviously going to be handball why is this taking why is this taking so long and it's the same with a lot of AR decisions you've you've seen before you're like well just give it stop looking Yeah, stop looking aim to get it sorted in 30 seconds yeah, if it's taking longer than that mm. bin it off but yeah I'm it, still I mean I'm still not sure on handball rules in general there doesn't seem to be a perfect solution to it there's always too many handballs or not enough handballs and I think my idea of making the penalty box really small is mm. better <laughs> just so you don't have to have as many penalties yeah. for handball but I mean obviously this went in it wouldn't have gone in without his arm putting it in would it so yeah no he seems, seems a fair candidate to disallow obvious one um, and finally the way that we speak about Jesse Marsh that's shifted hasn't it not much <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think I think when he when he was here because publicly maybe the way we speak <laughs> about him because we were trying to not completely undermine him yeah but uh, he was never my kind of manager or bloke when I when he was at Leeds but you tried to you know wish the best for him didn't you I suppose, isn't it true that you hated him just because he was American uh, yeah, no, that, I think that was you Michael that's what you told me off there anyway mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hearing, hearing just listening to Farker it, it really doesn't paint Jesse well no. Like I, I keep thinking with Fak, like I'm really worried that at some point he's going to be consumed by Leeds and we're going to break him. But the way he's dealing with it now, where he just has a sense of humour about things, and he's like, mm. yeah, it's Leeds, it's never easy, is it? Whereas Jesse Marsh was like, 
We need to not be stressed. Don't be stressed. <laughs> yeah. I think you're the most stressed like, person here. Yeah, everybody, don't be stressed. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me and don't be stressed. We need clarity. Yeah. And Barker's just like, yeah, I'll just get on with my job. Just absolutely meaningless bollocks a lot of mm. it, wasn't it, sadly? But this is the thing, like, people can sniff bullshit a mile away. And I think people did with Jesse Marsh. But there's that part you think, well, he's the Leeds manager. I want him to succeed. Don't want to undermine him by bad-mouthing him all the time. And but, you never uh, know, like, that sort of thing, if it's underpinned, if the public face of it is underpinned by some sound tactical work and training methods the general positivity and I guess what on the face of it is a ludicrous amount of waffle if there's other stuff behind it that can also work like being nice to people which seems to be Marsha's initial plan is a perfectly fine method of doing things but you also need something else and I'm not sure there ever was anything else Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds At Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Should we move on then and talk about something else? Here's some clips. Who have we got? Do you want to hear some unhappy, well, an unhappy Everton fan? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> because let's face it, there's that schadenfreude aspect to all this, mm. isn't there? Like Harrison's gone there on loan. Nonto's angling to go there. Did you watch the Villa-Everton game and see how bad Everton actually were? And did you have the same conclusion that I came to, which was there's no way Harrison will save them and there's no way that Harrison and Nonto will save them from what looks like like it's going to be an impossibly difficult season. It's surely it's their turn soon. It's a shame, isn't it? I don't mind Everton either. Mm. I have to say, as a whole, like prior to the Frank Lampard thing, I always used yeah. to think of them as being all right. Yeah, like the more the more palatable Liverpool club. Mm. Yeah, you know they're a good, absolutely good, solid club, aren't they? Yeah, completely. But then, but the other side to this is the the FFP breaches, which are so obvious. Mm. You need to you need to pay the piper, don't you? Yeah, especially if you're going to be that bad as well. If you're going to keep being this bad, you do just think, just get relocated. Yeah, you'll, you'll actually enjoy it more. It's a long, slow death spiral, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Do you want to hear what that sounds like? I do, yes. Uh... <laughs> so this is Blue Boys. I right. just can't get away from Midlands accents at the moment because he's a, an Everton fan from, from the Midlands, is this guy. He's, on, he's also on his holidays at the moment. <laughs> but he's not having a nice time by the sounds of this. There genuinely was no real moments of quality apart from... Uh, a one-on-one, but not a one-on-one, a one-two by Dan Juma, and he follows it, the keeper gets a corner. I just hate them. I just hate them. I, I hate how poor they are. I hate 
You know, I hate the fact that we've been so badly mismanaged over God knows how many years that we are in this position. It's a joke. It's a joke. Honestly, it's so poor. I, honestly, I haven't got anything constructive to say. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got the 1am in a Spanish villa vibe about it, hasn't it? The, the echo. I was going to say I felt a bit like that a few times last season, to be fair. You, you watch these go... I ate some. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the relief that you were saying about, just come down, you'll enjoy it more. Yeah. The relief that we've experienced from not feeling like that anymore. Mm. And not feeling like you hate the players as much. Because by the end of last season, I was so sick of seeing Weston McKenney and Mark Rocker and Brendan Aronson and these people in field. Even though no one anticipated Jamie Shackleton and Ian Pervader would be like around the first team again. Just seeing it not be... Mark Rocker, yeah, the, felt like a treat seeing all the like the Instagram farewells come through this summer and just the catharsis of clicking on follow. But it, it did feel really satisfying. I, I still follow them all. Uh, well, it was suggested to us that we do do a show where we rate all the goodbyes, like we actually collate them all into one show and review mm. them and score them out of ten. Maybe we should have a think about that. Maybe do a member show on that. Um, what else have we got then from uh, from Blue Boys? Well, he's uh, he's just to sort of explain at the start of this that he's not going to do as much because he's on his holidays but he's saying he will do anything if they like make signings Lazy, you always take a microphone away where you on holiday uh, don't you? And then he goes on to talk about uh, about Nonto a little bit and Che Adams who they're also trying to sign If there's any absolutely breaking news I'll do a video but at this moment in time Wilfred Nonto would be mad to want to join Everton from Leeds I have no idea what is in his headspace <laughs> Che Adams isn't, isn't good enough in my opinion we need much more than Che Adams so Good luck to him if he signs, but yeah, good luck. It's funny, isn't it? Like, despite the amount of shade that fans throw at each other on like Twitter or whatever, that nobody's ever as big a critic of your own club as you are. Mm. Like, what he's saying there, like, because everyone, all the Leeds fans have said it, like, why does he want to join Everton? Everton fans are saying it as well. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, does it? It's like when, when, apart from the Premier League, people like, I don't know, Snoddy or McCormack or something like that around times and they were being linked with moves you went yeah I can see <laughs> yeah. I can completely see a way on a move it's, it's a fucking shit show I mean I can see why Nonto wants to move because we're not in the Premier League but not to there but I was going to say the, the amount of short termism that you have to kind of you know sway your brain towards is just wild isn't it mm. because he knows they're going to struggle and if, if they stay up they stay up fine they're going to struggle again the season after probably just wild he was wild. getting really fed up with uh, I, I, I couldn't include all of his upset because he was about a 25 minute video but he was really fed up a Deitch as well yeah, basically saying, already yeah just saying if he if he was sacked this was what reminded me of Leeds as well actually when that thing of well, you've got a manager in place you don't really know if they're doing a good job or a bad job because everything is bad yeah and he was like saying if he was sacked I wouldn't really care but then who else are you going to get well, that's so a, you, you that's a bit in, like we ended up last year wasn't it yeah. yeah you end up in that cycle it's like well Marsh needs to go but who are we going to get oh, I don't know then Grassy well yeah I suppose he probably did need to go because we just keep getting spanked shall we just keep Paul Heckingbottom <laughs> <Is that, laughs> yeah. does Steve Evans deserve another year it's fine yeah so that's Everton so that's good yep at least they're not having a nice time um, <laughs> do you want to hear uh, do you want to hear a funny voice yeah definitely <laughs> This is Paul Cook, isn't it? This clip this is, was doing the round. This is Paul. He's, he's got form for this as Paul Cook. So Paul Cook is the Chesterfield manager, now previously Wigan's manager, wasn't he, mm. at, at one point? And he's he's a Liverpoolian, he's a scouser. I think uh, he shouts a lot during games. Yeah. And then his voice goes. Yeah. But then he... he... It's, it's quite a subtle transition, this, though, I feel like, when, he's, when his voice changes in this clip. So this is the post-match interview, isn't it? Yeah. After a recent game. See if you can spot the change. Have we played well? Not particularly. Was there a lot of chances in the game? No. 
You know, Oldham clearly come to get behind the ball and frustrate us, which they've done really well. You know, for us, our keeper hasn't, has he made the save? You know, I don't feel we've worked Oldham's goalkeeper anywhere there enough. But it looked like it was peaked and now to a 1-0 win. You know, unfortunately, at the end there, it can't go on. <laughs> He's done a few of them. If you go on YouTube, there are several of him. <laughs> of him doing it. Oh dear, that's great. I knew it was coming and uh, it yeah. still tickled me, that one. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. It's great. Excellent. Where next? Um, just a little note for, for Dazzling Dave, the Wolves man. Right, okay. Because they uh, they got spanked, did Wolves. They've lost both games. They were unlucky to lose the scum, actually, weren't they? But then they got they got spanked this weekend. So I went on looking for something funny and he's had some bad news. His mum's died and everyone was being dead nice. Oh, and, he was, and he was being dead nice and we've met his dad on the clips and stuff. Yeah. And I, was, I, was, I, felt, I felt really sorry for him. And yeah. I was like, I just want to say, I hope you're all right. Yeah, I was going to say because the whole premise, as we were saying at the start of this show, is that we kind of find the, the mad unhinged stuff and we laughed a lot at the Wolves Premier League conspiracy because for whatever reason, we seem to have the hex over Wolves last couple of years. And... Um, laughed at the Wolves Premier League conspiracy to try and stop them be it, what is it getting in Europe staying in the Premier League we it, was, never, it was both yeah we could never quite in, initially to stop them getting in Europe and then as Wolves continued to get worse it was to try and get them relegated and then you find always Wolves Dazzling Dave who just seems like a really nice regular bloke who's there with his dad isn't he and his dad's just a sweet character not a character in that sense of the word that we've <laughs> used but a genuinely sweet character and you're like this is an oasis of sanity in among all this Premier League madness. So that's really sad. I'm really sorry. The sir. club, the club had done him a card. Gary O'Neill done him a card and stuff. So. I don't, I'm gonna bloody cry. I, 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 I felt really sad watching it. I, yeah. I went, it was one I went on looking for. But yeah. um, well, despite the, the, be all right, yeah, the stupidity of all this, all the best, Dave. Yeah, sorry to hear about your bad news. Go on, then where next? Let's get into Webby and O'Neill. Right. I don't know where Webby's gone. Webby seems to never be on this anymore. The, this is the Man United um, stuff, so, isn't it? Webby and O'Neill. It's O'Neill and O'Neill. Right now, because I think it's his. Brother, son, son, son. I think he's called Kieran. I think his son. They lost this weekend, obviously. So I went, I went in to see what they were saying. Um, I've cut this clip into two bits, right? So you can. I'm gonna. There's, there's a, a little, there's a setup and a run up. There's a little guessing game in the middle, right? Okay. So should we hear the? So the, let's hear part one. Let's do the run up. It was just that we got caught cold by sleepwalking, and then it was uphill from that moment onwards. And I go back. Case that ass that whatever will be. The future's not ours to see. Would be one version of it. Right. Any advance on that? Something about getting a green and gold scarf out, is it? <laughs> spending more money. Sleepwalking uphill does sound like hard work, to be fair. Mm. Mm. Should we what we actually said? Yeah, It's a on good then. song, it's catchy. Kesarasara, whatever will be, will be. Kesarasara, whatever will be. That's what happens when you just absolutely sleepwalk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the remix. <laughs> That's what happens when you absolutely just sleepwalk. Yeah, yeah. That's like the commentator from the guide to Yvo's hat trick in Monaco. He's like, that's about as likely as a, a tramp, a tramp <laughs> buying a flat <laughs> around here. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see them still not quite um, clicking, isn't it? I reckon it's getting pretty close to them turning on Ten Hag. You reckon? Because it's not. It it's was not, always, just not quite happening, is it? It was going quite well for a while, wasn't it? And it feels like even though he's now had time to bring in some players. Did and... you see Bruno Fernandes crying about not being listened to by the refs? I mean, like, this is a guy who's done interviews where he said, I, I try and run the ref, I speak to the ref all the time, and they're now clamping down on all this. And didn't he get booked for giving it all that? Did you see his uh, Henry missed as well? It's proper Jason Pierce, that one, it? right? 50p head. <laughs> I, th- I think he's, he, he might be my most hated current player. Yeah, because mm. you don't even, you just need to see his face, don't you? Mm-hmm. Just got a real scum face about him. Yeah, the 
I think he, his face never looks like he's not moaning, is the thing. He's just like got a whinge about him, which is unbearable. Where to next, then? We had a suggestion from the catchly titled Look Bruv 29929. Oh, hang on. Sorry, where's this then? Sorry, Look Bruv Down the bottom. Finish on a bit, of, uh, yep. a bit of Lone Watch. He tweeted at you for some reason, Dan, rather oh. than the square ball. Yeah. I think he knows I'm the engine room, the, <laughs> the, the hub, hub around which this whole thing operates. Mm. I mean, it's all fine you being the funny one who sits there and says, Will's probate conveyancing, talking about your daft life and all that. But I'm the one who holds this together. Fair enough. Who put this on the sheet? Come on, fight a bit more. Me, yeah, fight, a bit, <laughs> fight me a bit more. Come on. <laughs> I'll let you have your moment. People can judge for themselves, can't they? <laughs> um, but yeah, he said, how about a new feature where you do a lone watch since we have so many scattered about the place? Yep. Um, it should be pretty... Pretty funny looking how they're all getting on in their new homes. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to do Brendan Aronson and uh, have to deal with the USMNT weirdos all weekend. I did make a note of Brendan Aronson, actually. See how he got on at the weekend? Badly. Yeah. Worst rated player on the team. <laughs> 11 completed passes. Although their fans did seem quite happy with him, with his performance, I think. So just to add a, a little bit of balance. Yeah, his debut, though, weren't it? You're nicer to people on the debut. Yeah. Okay. Trimble, we were pleased with him at this point last year. Yeah. We, were we not close to, like, the European spots at this point last year? <laughs> Years a long time in football, isn't it? Yeah, did we beat Chelsea? Was that the twenty sixth or something? It was about about now, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Jesus. <sighs> anyway, we're talking of those stats. I, I had a look at Rasmus. Yeah, because he played, started a game. Brendan only came off the bench, didn't he, for a little while? No, he got subbed off. Oh, he got subbed on. off. And the player who they brought on from scored their last goal, I think. Oh. <laughs> well, Rasmus started too. Uh, it was Roma two, Salernitana two. Mm-hmm. Got Desmond. Exactly. Um, two, two. He was Roma's second worst player, according to both Sofa Scott and Fotmob, who have slightly different algorithms for judging players. They both had the Roman keeper as the worst player, but then, yeah, Rasmus in, in second place. Touched the ball 27 times mm-hmm. in 65 minutes, gave it away nine times. Really? Well, no tackles, blocked no shots. I don't know why. I've just got this image of him picking up the ball on the right near the right touchline and just pumping it aimlessly. Just pumping it aimlessly, yeah. 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 Down, yeah. down the touchline. He was playing wing back. Right. As well in this game. Isn't that supposed to be his strong suite? To, f- right. to free him of defensive responsibilities, which when you watch their first goal, you can see how free he is because, yeah. because he's nowhere near the ball as it goes down his side. Just jo- just, he's just running around freely in space. Free range. A free range Rasmus. But I, I believe at some point he probably did win a throw in and give a big fist pump. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, come that, on. well, Roma did get a picture of him giving it all that, didn't they? Like, and, it was, and, yeah. and put that out. Yeah, it was from that tweet that some of these translated tweets have, have come. Yeah. Which are below. Saw which... it live yesterday. Really embarrassing. Get this guy out of the Olympico, please. Uh, hello, LUFC. Please take this brother back to England. He is far too good to be playing in Syria. Ah. Perfect fit for the championship battle you guys are in. Yeah, I mean, we we should say these are um, none of us. You're just speaking of the language, dear Rob. No. Any at all? I speak a little bit. Well, I understand a little bit of Spanish. <laughs> I, know, so I know how that went from speak to yeah. understand a little bit. I can I can read a menu, is yeah, that what you mean? Yeah, basically. Like, I can order a beer. Yeah, as long as the word is almost the same as the English word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. La cuenta, por favor. That's complicated, is that, though? La cuenta, por favor. The bill, please. Bill, yeah. There you go, see? The bill. The, the ailing, please. Mm-hmm. Is that how they ask for it? But um, I like the one that translates strangely as shit game, zero good crosses, zero runs on the wing. I literally regretted, Rick, but it's good on the Twitterines. Like it, so I post a gas. <laughs> <laughs> Something lost in translation. I don't know what it means. I suspect. But I don't. I mean, shit game. That translates easily enough. I've never seen a scarce one like this. <laughs> there was a lot of scarce ones, wasn't there? <laughs> Manco Chichino is what it says there to finish on. So, that so we've taken Lugbrov two nine nine two nine suggestion, and we've run with that feature now. 
There's no promises that it's going to make it beyond this week. Yeah. But we'll try our best. I do have one more for this week. Do you oh. see how um, Max Verber tightened up? Is it Munch and Gladbach's defence mm. where he's gone? Uh, they were three or not, drew four all. Right. So it's going well. Yeah, because he's obviously, what is he? Did he declare himself a warrior? He's the leader, isn't he? And, yeah. yeah. That's it then for this week's propaganda. Some nice West Brom fans. We need, we need to anger some people, don't we, essentially? Everyone's been too nice so far. Stop being nice. Have we upset Ipswich? Any? any... Well, we, we threw bottles at him when we got relegated. I mean, he hasn't done a bit of mild bottling, though. It wasn't, da- it wasn't everyone did it. No, I mean, Daphne and Celeste were bottled with piss at the Leeds Festival, so it's fine, isn't it? Not by me. I, I applauded them. I th- I were you there? It was a very good effort. What did you throw instead? Nothing. No, nothing. Y- you wouldn't waste a bottle, would you? Well, no, it's, that's true, actually. Some people may have even thrown pints at them, which is a Absolute crime. A waste. Yeah. You're trying to get in the way of them all, aren't you? <laughs> Speaking of drinking vessels, time to go away and drink out your willy mug. Reduced on the website, thesquareball.net. Do you want to buy a mug out of sympathy for us? Because I think that's the only reason to do it now. Do something creative with it. You could fit a shit in it. <laughs> if you a were. Whole, a whole one or? Um, I don't know. You don't seem... Just pack it down. <laughs> <laughs> get a, run a knife over the top to smooth Maybe it nice smooth. <laughs> there you go. Don't oh, yeah. send us photos of that, please. No. <laughs> video. Oh, my, no, it's no, going to no. have to be video. Yeah, Michael loves those. <laughs> one guy, one cup. Yeah. On which note, we'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.